Um, I'm curious, when you lose a back like Saquon, who's so so multifaceted, how do you scheme around that when your offensive line is struggling? And how does Devontae Freeman fit into what you guys need to do? Yeah, I just think you go back to work with the guys that you have. And we have a lot of confidence in the backs that we have here and Dion and Wayne. And those guys will certainly get opportunities. And for us to be able to sign a guy like Devontae Freeman is, is a real bonus for us. Came in and had a good workout the other day. He practiced well yesterday. And really, we, just, we want to see how he handles the work as the week goes on. He's obviously been a really good football player in this league for a while. He's a smart guy. He's a football guy. He's instinctive. So we'll try to get him up to speed as quickly as we can and just get back to work. You were coming from a place where you had Zeke and now you had Saquon at least for two weeks and building a game plan around him. What are some of the advantages to having that committee approach that um, maybe people on the outside don't understand as much? Oh, you know, I, I just think the biggest thing you try to focus on as a coach is who do we have and how do we, how do we best utilize these guys individually to take advantage of their talents and also how, how, how do we utilize them so we can be the best offense we can be. And so if you have a guy like Saquon Barkley, you know, a lot of, a lot of the offense is going to go through him. He's going to get the ball a lot. He's a really good player. When I was in Dallas, we had to defend him a lot. And, and the focal point of, of our defense was, was number 26. So when you have different guys, you know, in those roles, you know, maybe the focal point's not quite as narrow on that particular player. So maybe that works to your advantage a little bit. But make no mistake about it, Saquon's a great football player, and he'll be missed. But we have a tremendous amount of confidence in the guys we're putting out there. Tom Rock. Jason, one of the things Joe said about the 49ers yesterday was that they, they don't give up a lot of explosive plays. Uh, you're an offense now that's missing two of your home run hitters, so to speak, uh, with, with uh, Sterling and, and Saquon. Uh, do you need to find those those long explosive plays, or can you get by on, on sort of t taking baby steps down the field and, and piecing together long drives? Yeah, you know, they're an excellent defense for a lot of different reasons. Uh, you, know, you know, they're really stout up front. Uh, they're disruptive. Uh, in the running game and obviously can get after the quarterback and their backers run well and their secondary is awfully good and all fits together. They believe in their scheme and they play it really well. And a big part of playing that is they don't give you a, a whole lot of stuff. They certainly don't give you a lot of big plays. So, you know, against a defense like this, you certainly look for ways to make big plays. You know, the correlation between making explosive plays and a drive and scoring is pretty high in this league. And when you don't make them, it's, it's much more difficult. I think we've done a pretty good job over the first couple of weeks you know, having some long drives, uh, but you have to mix in some explosive plays within those drives. You know, that's how you score points in this league. So we're always finding ways to do that. This week will be another really good challenge against an excellent defense. Thank you. Don Levy. Jason, the last drive against the Bears, um, Daniel only threw the ball in the end zone on that last play, and even then I think Golden was at the goal line. Were you comfortable with the way he managed it, or do you need to take you or him need to take another shot at the end zone there? Oh, I thought he handled it really well. You know, you want to get yourself to a point where you can take a makeable shot to the end zone. And you know, we had an opportunity. Uh, I think we're out there in the in the low teens to get us a little closer, so the last play could be a legitimate shot. And it really was a legitimate shot. They had a three man rush, and Daniel broke the pocket and. You know, if you look at the history of the NFL, a lot of touchdowns are scored on that kind of a play where the team is playing zone, and because the play gets extended, the zone breaks down a little bit, and, and the quarterback is able to make a play, and the receiver on the other end is able to find a hole. So, 
you know, that's a little bit of the design of the play, and we had a pretty good opportunity at it. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Tom Canavan. Hey, Jason. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. There were, coming out of training camp, there was really high hopes for Evan Ingram. And in the first six, seven quarters, he was pretty invisible. And then the fourth quarter on Sunday, it was like what we were expecting. What changed? Uh, you know, you just got to keep banging away. Uh, you really do. I mean, there were some plays in the, in the, in the first game and the early part of the second game that certainly Evan would like to have back. Uh, but, but you just keep playing. You keep banging, and, and he's done a really good job, you know, working hard in practice, and, and, he, and he's playing hard. And uh, he had some opportunities as that game wore on, and he took advantage of them. He, he won some one-on-one matchups, made some runs after the catch that were impressive for us, big explosive plays like we were talking about. And so he's certainly going to be a big part of our offense going forward. Uh, just love his approach, love everything about him. He'll get better and better and better the more he plays. Thank you. Chris. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Good, how are you? Um, we saw, good, thank you. Um, we saw a lot of zone reads, RPOs in camp and all that with Jones. We've seen have gotten away in the first few games from it. Is there a reason for that, or is there something you're going to look for down the road? Or can you explain that? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I think, I think typically, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you put in over the course of training camp uh, that you like. Uh, but maybe you don't like certain things each week, you know. So obviously we game plan for opponents, and we we try to go into the in, into the the plays that we have both in the run game and the pass game, you know, that we think are appropriate to attack a particular defense. So uh, you know we have a long way to go offensively. We all know that we got to get better running it, get better throwing it, and you know some of those deceptives that you're referring to when they fit into the plan, we'll certainly use them going forward. Thanks, Coach. We got time for three more. Jordan Patton, Paul, uh, Jordan. Hey, Jason. You spoke about the importance of those explosive plays and how you know the numbers correlate directly to basically the points scored in this league. Can you be the offense you want without getting those plays right now from Evan? Because you know, no Saquon, no Sterling Shepard. I mean, how important is he to this offense at this point? Well, it was better the, the second week than it was the first week. Uh, obviously, we played against two good defenses that challenge you you know, in Pittsburgh and Chicago, among the better defenses in the league. But I do think we did a better job making some of those explosive plays uh, in that second game against Chicago. The run action stuff was really good for us uh, that we used on early downs. And you saw Daniel making some plays in the middle of the field, whether it was to Darius or to, or to, to Golden or some other guys. Um, you know, Evan made a really nice play with the run after the catch and explosive play. So again, those are a big part of scoring in this league. And, uh, you know, the best offenses I've been around have different guys who are capable of doing that. And we feel like we have guys who can do that. And uh, we just got to keep banging away. And, you know, uh, making big plays has a lot to do with, you know, trying to put your players in the right position and then simply executing. And I think we've had some opportunities that we've taken advantage of. We'll keep trying to get those opportunities for our guys. Leonard. Hey, Jason. being the lowest scoring offense in the league through two weeks, is it not fair to judge that yet because there was no preseason? So are we really looking at kind of a preseason development of an offense, so to speak, or do you have to press the urgency button, you know, right now? Well, there's always a sense of urgency, uh, obviously. And, uh, you know, what you're trying to do with each phase of your team is you're trying to, you're trying to put yourself in a position to win the game. And, uh, 
know, some games are going to be more lower scoring games because of the team you're playing or the style you want to play. Other games, you might open it up a little bit more. Obviously, we need to score more points. We need to be more productive on offense, you know, moving the ball on a more consistent basis, scoring points on a more consistent basis. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, you know, uh, but, but you go about it each and every day. You come to work and, and you just try to improve. You can try to improve day by day and week by week. And we're certainly trying to do that with all aspects of our offense. Thanks. Last question here, Paul Schwartz. Hey, Jason. Um, um, I don't have to tell you, uh, coaches obviously have to deal with injuries and adjustments every week, maybe every day in some cases. But uh, in, in a case of someone like Saquon, who was such a big part of your running game and passing game, I mean, I'm sure when you put in, installed your whole offense, Saquon was on every page of it. Uh, um, is there a point where you had to sit down with Joe Judge or your offensive staff and kind of regroup at some point after this ACL and say, look, we got to change a lot here. We got to figure this out and then just go ahead and do it. Oh, I think you're always trying to do that. Uh, you know, you have an offensive system that that's flexible enough to, to adapt to different situations that you have. If you have a player that you want to feature either in the running game or the passing game, you have to be able to do that seamlessly within your system. We believe we have a system that allows us to do that. Uh, you know, in week one, we didn't have golden. So, you know, we use more uh, three tight ends type sets. Uh, to try to take advantage of some looks in Pittsburgh. And you know, last week, you, know, you try to do maybe some different things against Chicago with the guys you have available to you. So you're always doing that. You're always evaluating who you have, who you're going against, and what you want to do. And hopefully your system is flexible enough to do that. Uh, obviously, Saquon is a great, great football player and uh, a really impactful player both in the running game and the passing game throughout his career. Certainly was going to be a big part of what we wanted to do this year. Okay, but now we have to adjust. And again, we feel confident in the guys that we have behind him and Dion and Wayne and now Devontae give those guys opportunities, you know, both in the run game and the pass game from that running back position, but also get some other guys involved in the passing game to help us try to move the ball and score some points. And, uh, you know, Pittsburgh was a really good defense. Chicago, really good defense. San Francisco, really good defense. You know, we're going to play good defenses all year long. And we just got to kind of keep figuring it out and keep growing day by day and week by week.